Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast. This is the greatest podcast you'll ever hear in your entire life. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds oh. of miles away, way out there in the ether, is Jeff. Uh, this is a weekly podcast where we briefly talk about beer with our Fearless Beer Review. Then we get into our vinyl talk, our songs of the week, and we're going to round it out with some new music and other happenings in the music world. But go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Uh, go give us five stars on iTunes. Don't be a bocif. Give us one stars now. Go do it right now. Jeez. Go. Wait. There we Dude. go. Got that all done and over with. I'm an auctioneer now. That's okay. Are you impressed? No. <laughs> Am I impressed? <laughs> that don't impress me much. Come on. All right, oh. Shania. So let's get into our uh, fearless beer review. Let's just kick it off right now. Sound good? That is that that is sounding good. <laughs> okay, let's let's do this. Let's. Um, wh- what do you got? What do you got for your fearless beer review today? Um, I wanted to go with something a little different. I always drink stouts, and I, you know, you always hate that stuff. And so um, I went with the stout tonight. It's an imperial stout with graham crackers, cinnamon. <laughs> Uh, cacao nibs, lactose, vanilla, and natural marshmallow flavor. Now, here's the thing about marshmallows, boys and girls. All right. I don't like marshmallows. I think they're fucking gross. It's like one of the grossest things that you could possibly put inside your body. The, the texture is gross. Once you start chewing them, it becomes even more gross. They taste disgusting. You cook them over a fire. There's, there's a very, very small window to where even I would even think that's edible. Otherwise, you're just eating a raw marshmallow or you're eating fucking like charred remains of what used to be a marshmallow. <laughs> Either way, marshmallows are disgusting. But I'll tell you what I love. I fucking love fake marshmallow flavoring in beer. Boom. I, I, I don't know why. I don't know why, but I absolutely adore it. I think it's so delicious. I will buy and drink anything with marshmallow flavoring in beer. The faker, the better. It's so weird. It is. So I, weird. Dude, I cannot stand marshmallows. They are so disgusting. I would I'm with you chocolate too. than marshmallows. I hate marshmallows. I don't hate them. I I don't hate marshmallows, but really the only time I like it is in hot chocolate. Get some marshmallows and put some whipped cream on top of that hot chocolate. Good stuff right there. Can't go wrong with that. That gave me an idea, though. I've never had a marshmallow in coffee. That I mean, if you like coffee, that might be a good idea, yeah. Because I don't like hot chocolate. I don't like marshmallows, but I do love coffee. I don't like hot chocolate. Remember when we used to go to Denny's like every day? Yeah. We were like seven. Like five cups of it. Yeah, we were like seven years old. We used to drive over there and get fucking coffee and hot chocolate and marshmallows and stuff. But yeah, so I got uh, this. This this is from Pipeworks Brewing Company. They're from um, they're from Chi Town, I think, Illinois. And mm-hmm. I've had one of their beers before. It was uh, it was an IPA. Actually, I think it was called Lizard King. Delicious, nutritious, yeah. awesome beer. They have a lot of cool labels. This one is called S'more Money, S'more Problems. <laughs> Uh, sucker for that shit. Oh huh? man, I almost didn't get it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. I, I love. Oh, I love. I love just. Uh, I love a little bit more in my labels. You know, 
if I'm going to sit there and then look at it for the next 16 seconds while I pour it and just throw the can away, I want to see something cool. <laughs> I appreciate that. Okay. I'm on fire, baby. Uh, I respect that. I respect that. Absolutely. What you got? Uh, you got it in a can, you said, right? Yeah, it's a little 16-ouncer. 10.5% if I didn't say that already. Oof, God damn. Mine is the polar opposite of yours. Like as far, far opposite as you can go. That's what I have with me right now. So I went with something, uh, a style of beer that we were actually talking about in our group chat this afternoon. And uh, it just sounded really good. So I went to Mr. K's, you know, my local Mr. K's, best selection of beer in town. And uh, and I picked up the first Hellas style beer I saw. Uh, yeah, it was the first one I saw, but the the name got me just because I don't know how to pronounce it or I don't know how to pronounce a part of it. So it's called a uh, Hellas Schlenkerla Lager. Uh, it's for the, the brewery is called Schlenkerla in uh, it's in, it's in a town called, fuck, I forgot the name of it, but it's like right near uh, Hamburg, Germany. It's like just North of that, that city, but I can't remember the name of it right now. But uh, yeah, so I got that Hellas beer is always, it's like solid lager. And, um, yeah, it's four point three percent, so it's a light one. It's a very <laughs> light one. What's yeah, the point? I know, I know. <laughs> so I was doing, I was reading more about this this brewery, and uh, apparently they they originally formed in thirteen eighty seven. So they've been around what? for a very long time. They've been around since thirteen eighty seven. Are you sure that three they've was eight? Since, that seems like a long time. It was a three. Germany's been around for a long time, Jeff. Have they? Just saying. Yeah, they have. They have. No. And uh, and then they um, they didn't. And then from what I was reading too, the modern brewery, uh, like the modern building that where they're at currently, that started in the 1920s, right after uh, World War One, after uh, they Germany started to get back on their feet after World War One, they uh, they opened like the the modern brewery back in the 1920s. They've been thriving ever since. Dude, so this this brewery has survived like two world wars, <laughs> like all the worst things of humanity. This, brewery, this brewery has been slinging beers to the, to the common folk. I love it. Yeah, and then and then I was reading. Um, they specialize in what's called the smoked lager, and I guess it's a way of of kind of like burning or smoking certain hops, and then using those hops. And that's kind of where they get their style from. And I guess it's a very popular style, but I've never heard of it. And uh, and then they use like the same, like what they say, they use the same caves to lager their beer that they used hundreds of years ago. So they still own like all this land, I guess. It's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy stuff. But that's I, I dig that. I respect it. I like it. Yeah. So and then I looked up the brewery, too. And um, if I ever go to Germany again, I would like to stop by this brewery. Like it, it just looks so cool. What's it called again? So, uh, Schlenkerla, S C H L E N K E R L A, and uh, it just looks like this, like, like German pub, and it just looks so cool. I don't know. I, I love that that style and that architecture and everything. Ah, it's super cool, super oh. rad. But yeah, so that's what I got. Uh, our boy Raúl did not. He has not left a comment on Beer Advocate. So they sell like there. a lot of like forty looking bottles too. Yeah, I just think that's the style in Europe. Damn, I think that's just what it is. But they have a lot of stuff. A lot of good stuff from what it looks like. <laughs> <sighs> that's yeah. cool. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. And, uh, and yeah, like I said, the reason why I got it was because the name. I could not read it. So there you go. I'm not going to try to read the other German on the can because I'll just 
fuck that one up. No, do it. Okay. Dem Bayerischen Reinhardt Gebot. Gebot? Insprechend Gebnot. And then. Does Sprechen say, like, or mean, like, do you speak or something? It might be. It, it might. It might. I have no idea, though. Like, Sprechen say nards? Like, geez. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was one of the phrases we used to say when we backpacked through Europe. <laughs> we think we probably did. Oh, it's so stupid. Okay, you ready to drink this? <laughs> I, think, I think we also would say like Sprechen say Deutsch, Deutsch or something. <laughs> like no, we speak- would do the French thing. We'd go parlez-vous merci. <laughs> do you speak thank you? <laughs> That's what we did. That's right. That's what we did. Oh, it's that was so really annoying. Stupid. We were we were stupid. We were really dumb over there. Uh, we had a good time though. Oh, we had a blast. Everybody around us had a good time. I mean, we had everybody show show their hands. It was mm-hmm. having a good time. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and this poor one like, person raised their hand. This poor is black. Like the <sighs> SRM has got to be. It's, if if the, if the lower the SRM, the darker it is. Then this is a, for sure a zero. This is a so black gross. hole. I'm holding it up to a lamp right now. No light is escaping from the sides. I don't even see like the, the after the glow from the the light bulb through it. I could see right through mine. It's cool. It smells so good. Oh, it smells delicious. Okay, let, let's drink it. Let's drink it. Let's drink it. Okay. Here we go. Oh. This is a full body goodness. This is a full body uh, goodness right here. You almost drowned? <laughs> 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 I can't even speak. Ooh, it's kind of like has a sweet, sweet aftertaste. It's good, good full-bodied um, uh, European lager. European lagers have a very different taste. Have you noticed that? Or no, you don't drink you don't drink European anything. Really. I don't really drink lagers either. Yeah, so you wouldn't know. We like kind of just talked about it today. Too. That's fine. That's not a big deal. Wait, hold on. What the hell? Oh, I guess oh, we're busy. I'm just busy. Your headphones went out. Yeah, sorry. You don't, you don't yeah. plug him in? No, I did, but the the connector was kind of fucked up. You're moving your hands again, aren't you? I'm always moving my hands, you know it. Stop moving your hands. Gotta move them. Gotta move them. But yeah, okay, so how, how's your beer? It's um, it's pretty thick, so the foam the foam's still there in the top. I'm going to let it die down a little bit, but I got a little taste of it. And I mean, what, what I tasted was, was good. What about the lacing? In. Does the lacing look good? I Dude, I can't even get in. Like, it's... <laughs> Like it still have a it has like that three quarters inch head on top and this is it was a perfect pour unfortunately that's my fault I should have poured it better or shittier I guess I did a perfect pour as I always do and so now it's just sitting there <laughs> as a perfect beer but because it's so thick like the head is just not it's not going away okay, okay. it looks like a swamp like at a swamp where you think the swamp bubbles and like one bubble will pop and like a minute later another one will pop that's what my beer looks like just it's slowly just <laughs> dissipating. Okay, well, what do you got for your back east tonight? Um, we're pretty bone dry over here. We we went to the grocery store today, and we just picked up some Pacificos. So that's oh, all that's I have boring. is Pacificos and this this weird seltzer beers that everybody drinks here now, like Crooks and Dunn or something like that. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> it's, it's not Crooks and Dunn, but <laughs> I think it's Crooks something. <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit! Okay, well, my backies. I got. Uh, I got a plenty of the elder. 
I pretty much always pick up I know. pick How many one up whenever I see oh, it. Oh, you always have them. Okay. Yeah, well, I just like whenever I go to Mr. K's, I pick one up. Even though you think it's overrated, but you keep buying multiples of them. That's cool. What well, is overrated, but it's still a good beer. It's a really good beer. Okay. But it is overrated. Come on, dude. You know right. it is. You it's know okay. It is. And then uh, I have some grapefruit sculpin in case I want to have some of that. And I also have some buddies, of course. I got I to gotta have my, my fridge stock full of buddies. I think the last That's time... The last time I had grapefruit sculpin, I, I legit wanted to like barf a gag. It was so disgusting. Oh God, you're so dramatic. <laughs> so dramatic. That's gross. All right. Well, while we're waiting for Jeff's um, head to disappear, I'll just <laughs> go over my. I'll go over. Go. Oh, I'm gonna go over our <laughs> our three point rating system. I got fucking hair in my mouth. Ah. Okay. Three point Don't rating call me system. A hair mouth. Three is a perfect beer. Two is a good beer. You're going to continue to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot. And zero is a drain pour. Straight down the drain. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. What do you give your beer out of our two-point system? That is like, um, yeah, that, that is a full-body that. beer. That yeah. is disgusting. Yeah. It was, like, it was like I was drinking a glove. Like I could feel it. It was good though. It was good. It was good. I never taste. I never taste a lot of the graham crackers in these, but everything else I taste. I just I don't marshmallow. Oh yeah, at the beginning and the end too. So it's nice because I kind of get like a sugary residual marshmallow taste after I'm done, mm-hmm. but not sticky, as if you were eating like a, a marshmallow. There's too much sugar. Just there's a little hint of it. There's a little bit. Like even a breath mint, like it goes away after a while, but you still get that little tinge for the couple the next couple hours. All right. Yeah, this is good. Like this that. is uh, this is at least two point five. I mean, I I only took a small sip, but I can already I I can already tell that I'm going to love this and enjoy this okay. to the max. That's good. That's great. Uh, I'm gonna have to give mine a two point seven out of three. This is this is pretty damn good. I was surprised because I feel like sometimes the uh, like. European beers, like these kind of European beers, they 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 taste kind of old and a little bit stale. But this one doesn't. This one doesn't taste like old and stale at all. And it's it's pretty refreshing. It's sweet at the end, but not like a uh, not like a syrupy sweet. But fuck, dude, it's pretty good. Fuck, pretty man. damn good. PDG. PDG. PDG, man. PDG. All right. Do we got anything else to say about this, our beers, or are we ready to move on to our vinyl vinyl stuffs? Yeah, we're ready to move on to our vinyls. Vinyl stuffs. All right. So, like every episode recently, Jeff and I have been buying vinyl. And it's become an addiction, which is fine. <laughs> and, um, and so, we're just going to talk about our haul this week and uh, highlights of that. And also, that'll lead into our song of the week, because every time it's going to be related to our vinyls that we've bought. Vinyls, vinyls, vinyls. So, what do you got? What did you get this week? I um. So when I buy when I buy vinyls or when I get vinyls, I don't I don't like add so them to annoying. my collection. I don't I don't uh, jot them down until I actually listen to it. That way, I can inspect like the the disc and everything and the sleeve and and if it skips or whatever, then if I say, oh, this is still a pretty good group i want to buy it and then i'll go on discog whatever and, and purchase the the disc for cheap because I'll, I'll purchase also mm-hmm. purchase a shitty sleeve 
So I'm almost, I'm at 199. Next week I will Jesus. hit 200. I've listened to 199 vinyls so far. Have you really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's, 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 in, it's insane. And it's, it's crazy because we bought just like on a whim. I had like the last minute we bought like 350 vinyls for 200 bucks and we picked through them. I kept 80. Sloan, my roommate, kept 80. And then we posted the other however many they were on OfferUp. But I took a picture of all the spines so people could kind of see what groups there were. And there, I mean, there was a lot of Linda Ronstadt. There was a lot of Three Dog Night. So it was just kind of like B-team 70s and 80s rock mm-hmm. and pop rock. A lot of Paul Simon, a lot of Hall & Oates. But somebody bought it for 200 bucks. So essentially, we, I got 80 vinyl, and he got 80 vinyl for free. And the stuff that I got, I got Hendrix, I got Santana, I picked out BTO, Bachman Turner Overdrive. There was a bunch of stuff that I that I want to listen to, and I picked it all out, and it was essentially fucking free. And I just, Jesus Christ. I could not believe that that happened. And with, with this was all within maybe like a 30-hour period that we bought it, took it home, flipped through it, posted it, and then sold it the next day. Shit, dude, that's nuts! I can't believe like, that. That kind of turnaround it was, it was, it was, it was crazy. It was awesome. But that <laughs> that leads into. I mean, I can't listen to fucking eighty records a week. That's just that's too much. I, I just don't have that yeah. kind of time. Even though we do have a lot of time, but so so what I did listen to, I got a bunch of them here. But um, Sly and the Family Stone. There was two albums that I got from them, and they're fucking good. Not yeah. just like dance to the music, but damn, they are a fantastic band. And I'm. I'm glad I got those because I probably never would have listened to them because Dance of the Music is a fine song mm-hmm. and it's okay, but whatever. And then I got a couple of hip-hop ones, not from that box, but I bought them for like 10 to 15 each from someone who I kind of suspect was getting rid of her vinyl because mm-hmm. maybe her significant other, they broke up because uh, she didn't know anything about it. And I was like, oh, like, do you, do you like, like these guys? And she's like, no, I just, I just want to get them out. I want to get rid of them. And so I got um, NWA, Straight Outta Compton, Nas, Illmatic, and then Light Grenades um, by Incubus, all for like 30, 35 bucks. And Weird they're in like immaculate condition. Like they have never been touched. Yeah. Never been touched. It, original sleeves, everything is in them. And then NWA wasn't even opened. It was still shrink wrapped with a little sticker on the outside. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So I'm telling you, man, you got to wow. offer up like daily for these deals. Yeah, I got to do that. Fuck, man, that's a that's a great deal. And then I got Super Tramp from that box, Breakfast in America. Um, fantastic album, fantastic band. Many people know that album because it has the the that song, the logical song, and then the Stranger, and then Breakfast in America. And everybody knows that one because Jim Class Hero took that hook and made it their own. Then mm. take a look at my girlfriend; she's the only one I got. Ba-da-da-da, ba-da-da-da. Yeah, because that's where everybody knows that that from. I guarantee you, people people will recognize the Gym Class Heroes version, or they will hear the Super Tramp version and think, "Oh yeah, this is the Gym Class Heroes song." No, they won't. I guarantee. I will bet you money. More people know that song from Gym Class Heroes <laughs> than Super Tramp. <laughs> You're fucking nuts. Just saying. Calls them as I see, and that's all I can do. Oh God. Uh, I got a couple Almond Brothers. I got an album called Beginnings, which is a compilation of their first and second album. Fantastic band. And then I got Boston who I was kind of hesitant about because that song, More Than a Feeling, is just so dumb, and I hate that song. 
But I got Boston's first two albums, listened to both of them, and everything. That song's not that bad. It's not that bad. Well, that song's <laughs> good. I like that song. I've it's, it's not that bad. <laughs> and the, there's, whole, there's the rest enough. of the album was good? Oh, yeah. Dude, the first album was fantastic. Plus, it has that song foreplay, and, and that's, that bass line is just absolutely unbelievable. But they're oh, both the one that they use in, um, the one that they use in uh, Girl Talk, yeah. Yeah. Then I listened to Grand Funk, We're an American Band, another great album. Jimi Hendrix, Cry of Love. That was his first album that was released after he died. A lot of the songs he had already mm-hmm. been working on or were finished, so it was pretty much mostly done. And it was good. Like It was solid. It was better than I... It was better than the the bangers or the big hits that I know from Jimi Hendrix, and this was very like hard rock blues. And you're and Hendrix it was solid. I am. I mm, yeah. I don't know if I hate him. I just I think he's yeah. also overrated. But I don't know, man. Changed my mind. I got a couple Rush <laughs> albums: Hemispheres and Farewell to Kings. Hemispheres I want to get Farewell to Kings, dude. I would think I would say get Hemispheres more than Farewell to Kings. Hemispheres has more of like a story and it kind of goes better. Farewell to Kings did better and people think it's better. But I don't know, man. Hemisphere is good. Hemisphere is solid. <laughs> people think it's better. <laughs> because people are stupid. People think Britney Spears is, is delicious and nutritious and fantastic, but they're stupid. They don't know anything. Sticks, Pieces <laughs> of Eight with Renegade. Renegade, oh, who had God. it made. It's delicious. Awesome song. <laughs> and then I got Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell. Which is like one of the top five best-selling albums of all time. It's just insane. And it was a dollar at the at some place, and I was like, okay, I gotta pick it up for a dollar. I gotta see what people are thinking here. And it wasn't bad. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I liked it. <laughs> was it top five all time? Good, not by a long shot, but it was cool. It was almost like an extension of the Rocky Horror Picture Show soundtrack. Yeah, it was that same type of sound. It was, it was, it was, it was fun though. I had a good time with it. I don't know how the fuck it sold so much, but I had a good time with it. Uh, I listened to a lot of Who, including Who's Next, which I think is their best album. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, way too many bangers. And I sent you that that video of John Entwistle doing that bass oh, thing yeah, yeah. there. That was cool. Looking completely unenthused, but just killing it <laughs> on the bass. And then the thing I listened to most this week was uh, was Yes. And Fuck, it's so weird. I've always kind of had like a liking for this band, specifically just kind of the Yes album, and that one always had my favorite song on it, which is my pick. And so I kind of got into Yes more, and I have a live album, a triple LP live album from them. And dude, Yes is like what I want from a band. They are a perfect band for me. They have kind of the sound of Sticks, but not as annoying, mm-hmm. and a little bit of the complexity of Rush. You put them together, you get yes. They are they are that band. They are what I've been looking for. Okay. And I found them. Repeat, I found them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's okay. Like I, all right, you ready to play this song? Yeah. Well, you're the one okay. in charge of it. Well, what, what song? What's the song called? Uh, I've seen all good people. That's it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's 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 it. Yeah. Okay, here it is. Do you want me to continue or what do you want me to do? That's fine.
There you go. That's a yes. The second part is like so good. Yeah, that's the song I've seen all the good people. Great song. Fucking killer. I never heard this one though. This was great listen. This was a uh, this was the first yes song that I ever heard. I think I heard it at Virgin when I was working at Virgin. I don't know how else I ever would have heard it, but I've never listened to any other other music besides the Yes album. That was that's their third album. That's what this is from. But now I have a total of six other albums because <laughs> i i got I got one. I bought this Yes album a couple weeks ago, and I just listened to it this week. And then I got three in one of those free boxes. Mm-hmm. And then Sloan took one, and then I traded him three Meatloafs, three Meatloaf albums for that one Yes album. Okay. And then he already had a Yes album and he's like, "Yeah, you can just take it." <laughs> but that but that mm. one that I traded in 3 Milos for was was that Triple Live one. And I'm going to listen to that one probably tonight and and just uh just enjoy it. But dude, they're so good. They they're just they're amazing. They're so fantastic and every everything they do, all the the longer songs. This one's 7 minutes long. All their longer songs are just so like complex there's so many layers to him even just like the intro vocals where he just it's him singing acapella but it's him singing it three different ways and three different kind of tones and, and and layering it himself and it's it's amazing and then the drummer right plays for mm-hmm. king or not plays for but has played for king crimson several oh, nice. albums and then the singer for this band has appeared on, on a couple of king crimson albums so you got to appreciate that too right absolutely man there you go. Absolutely. And and I feel like yes is is uh I mean you only heard a little bit of that one song. You you need a little bit more to kind of get the full effect. But do you do you kind of see the the rush and sticks had a baby thing? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Especially cuz there's the the synth. The synth is like so rush. And then the progginess is very rush, but then I guess the mel it's it's the melodies and the harmonizing with ever with each other. That's very sticks. <clears throat> that was great though. That was fantastic. Tizoy. You're getting into all this like proggy stuff, man. What's going on with you? Dude, I, Who I don't know, man. Who would have thought? Like right now on vinyls, my favorite band is yes. <laughs> That's crazy. My favorite band is yes. On vinyls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got anything else to say about your your collection or or the song? No, actually, tonight will be my two hundredth vinyl listen. So, what better one to do it than the live Yes album? That's like oh I think god. two and a half hours long. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's some good banter in between the songs. I hope it's just, I hope there's zero banter. I hope I hope it's just <laughs> nothing but fucking one long song. Oh fuck! You're you're gonna become obsessed with this stupid band. I know it's already happening. That's crazy. It's fucking crazy. I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't. I don't know, man. I've I've always, like I said, I've always enjoyed Yes, but I've never dove into them. And I I think it's just because of of the fact that I have so much music at my fingertips that like a natural ADD kicks in mm-hmm. to where I don't want to listen to something. Like over and over and over. And then even when we do our albums of the week, it's yeah, we rank the albums and stuff, but I mean it's it's mostly just bands that we know or bands that we know other people love that we want to see if they're good or not. Yeah. 
Whereas here, like the Deep Purple, like the, like the Made in Japan thing, I never would have fucking listened to that. That, Never. That's true. That's very, very true. But damn, glad I did. <laughs> that's cool. That's really, really cool. I got a bunch of live albums. A bunch of live vinyls. I want to get that deep purple one, man. But get it. Oh, soon, and then, dude, and then we got it right. It was in that that two that three hundred and fifty case that we got. Like the all the ones, it was there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh no shit! Like that's that's cool. That's awesome. A disc was missing though. It only had one disc instead oh. of two. I was going to say, why the fuck didn't you tell me? I know. He only had one. Could have sent it to me. damn it. You got to be kidding me. Yeah, that's really annoying. Out of all the records in there to be missing, it had to be that one. Dude, in that same day, we had just come back from another record store, and I I had bought Santana's second album, Abraxas. Yeah. And that day, bro, that day I bought it, and in that crate was Santana's second Abraxas. (laughs) (laughs) That's You got to be fucking kidding me. (laughs) But it was cheap. It was like eight or nine bucks. So yeah, whatevs. Yeah. Uh, let, let's let's go through mine real quick, and then we'll play my my stupid song because I'm sure you you loved it. Okay, <laughs> so uh, might as well just say it now. I got the Bomb Pops record, Death in Venice Beach, because that's what we're doing for our album of the week. So I got that one. Um, but we'll get more into that later. Uh, I got Buck Owens. Finally got my Buck Owens. I've got a Tiger by the Tail. Finally got that one. So uh, I'm excited for that, but we'll talk about that more later. Uh, I got Jimi Hendrix, Are You Experienced? I don't see his his main albums in the wild very often, so I was excited when I saw this. So I snatched up. It's fairly cheap. So I especially that up. one too, because it's so it's so bright yellow and yeah. purpley, and it has that like gets, arguably yeah. like his most popular songs on it too. But yeah, so I got Are You Experienced? I mean, come on, that's, it's a classic. You got to know this one. Um, I also got a Charlie Daniels record. Uh, I got burned once uh, because it sucked. I uh, got really lucky and got a really good record. And this one is pretty damn good too. I got his record. I think it's called like Tejon Grease and Wolfman. And I don't know what the hell it means, but it came out in 1978. And uh, it's more in the vein of the like the classic rock thing that he was doing on that good album. And less of the the pop country, which was fantastic, because that pop country shit sucks. So yeah, bad. I feel like seventies Charlie Daniels is is just just stick to the seventies. Yeah, it's like it's it's safe. I feel safe with nineteen seventies Charlie Daniels. Dude, you got to get that fire in the mountain. Though, I'm telling you. I know, well, I haven't seen it. God, so I was good. at the, I was at the record store today, and I I went through all the used bins because they they've they add stuff there like every couple days, so. I, I find crazy. a lot of good stuff in there. Like today, I found I found those two things for you. Oh and yeah, that stuff wasn't there not even a week ago. But that's crazy that so many people are still selling vinyl like that. Well, I see. I think with them, they they'll they'll people just bring in their records and just drop it off and not even get like store credit. Like they'll just drop it off and leave it, and then he goes through it all. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, so I got that Charlie Daniels record. Solid stuff. Uh, I got Joe Cocker. I got his uh, self-titled record. I think it's his second album. And uh, it came out like 1970 or 69 or something like that. And That uh, was in the box, too. I got that one, too. Oh, did you really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you listened to it yet? <laughs> no, not yet. Oh, it's pretty good. I mean, I've always been kind of reluctant with Joe Cocker because all of his music are cover. All of his songs are cover songs, which is cool because he does it so well. And he's such an amazing, amazing singer. And he does change the music quite a bit. 
So this one was cool. One of them is a Bob Dylan. There's a Bob Dylan cover on there. There's a couple of Beatles covers. Hmm. Uh, so there's some good stuff on there. And, uh, I mean, it just sounds great. His voice is just... Nobody sounds like Joe Cocker. The guy is so unique into himself. One, one of the few, the few artists where you can't knock him for being a cover artist. Because he just changes the songs and he's a beautiful singer. But That's true. Ugly man, but beautiful singer. Is he? Look him up. You've never seen him perform? Oh, God, no. Oh, my God. Wait, no, you've seen the Woodstock 69. The the doc? Yeah, right? No, I never saw that. You never saw any of the performances or anything like that? Definitely not Joe Cocker. Oh, my God. You got to watch Ew. it. Dude, the guy's a spaz. Like, if you ever watch his, his, him performing live, he's so he, entertaining to watch. He looks like a, a skinny, weird Jim Belushi. <laughs> <laughs> he's very I think I'm looking at the Woodstock one right now. <laughs> Yeah, very. I don't know. Looks all sweaty and hairy and gross. You should. I mean, whenever he he performed live, it always looked like he was like having convulsions and seizures on stage. Like he just moves really, really weird and erratically. It's it, he's he's very very interesting. But yeah, his his uh, self titled record, good stuff, great stuff. I'm happy happy about it. It wasn't the bargain bin though. It was like a dollar. That's why I picked it up. But yeah, so that was good. Did you listen to it yet or no? Yeah, no, I listened to it. Yeah, it was. It was good though. Yeah, no, it was great. Thought it was great. Uh, And then I got Weezer. I got their Blue album. Pretty good deal. You got it too. You got it too. So did you listen to it? Yeah, I listened to it. Did you think that some of the sound was off at certain parts of different songs? I listened to it once, and it was with everybody in the room, so I didn't really like. I didn't hear much of a difference because everybody was like talking and. So I didn't. Man, I didn't I really swear like, sit there down was and like to it. there was there were soft parts and there were sound spikes. I, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy, but maybe I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the other one I got, I'm really happy about this one. Uh, the Vandals and their album "Live Fast Diarrhea." It's my favorite Vandals <laughs> record. And uh, Poop splatter. And it's yeah, it's their 25th anniversary, so they reissued it on vi- on vinyl, and it's a clear record, but it has a poop brown brown poop splatter all over it. Poop. brown poop and uh, it's so it's so fucking cool it's so funny and the vandals are great i love the vandals and this their best record so i don't know why i picked it up i really if it's still available i'm probably gonna pick it up like tonight or tomorrow it's like 20 bucks i think i know there's no reason why i get i have so much vinyl for free there's no reason why i shouldn't just pick pick it up dude come on what have you got to lose what have you got to lose so yeah get into that uh i got black sabbath's uh self-titled record the first record i mean i listened to it today it was pff, fucking sounds great and i i love this this is my favorite sabbath record so many bangers love it so yeah i got that one and then i also got santana's abraxas his second album and um you know it's abraxas i mean I've, his first four, his first four records you can't fuck with no they're, they're just they are they're fucking perfect they really are they're absolutely the, f- the fourth one is is Probably like the worst of the four. That's the Cavanari Yossi, the Caravan one. That mm. one's probably the worst of the four. the The first, the first two, are essentially kind of like the same record. Yeah. Even though it's it's a perfect record, and three three gets a little more weird, but um, but it's still but really yeah, good. No, it's I think it's absolutely perfect. Yeah. Fantastic. I uh, finally got my. Um, my Beatles record, Rubber Soul, and um, I'm upset. 
I'm upset with it. I'm very up- actually, I'm very very upset with it. So the guy the guy sent it, the guy shipped it out. And he's like, I, I this is your first time ordering for me, so I threw in a freebie for you. I'm like, oh yeah, the sticker guy or something, right? Yeah. So I'm like, that's that's fucking rad. He didn't say what it was. I'm like, whatever, dude. It's free, free, whatever. I'm sure, it's cool. So I get it today. I get the Rubber Soul album. Awesome. He sent me another record along with it. He sent me another Beatles record. Uh, it's like a it's Beatles '65. It's like a comp record, and which is cool. It it's like the earlier stuff, I guess. I don't know. I didn't look much into it, but he sent me both of those. So that was really nice of him. But my dumbass, it wasn't this guy's fault. It's my dumbass ordered the U.S. version of Rubber Soul, forgetting that the U.S. version has four of the songs missing. And then two songs added to it. And that really pissed me off. Like, hardcore okay, so, pissed so me off. So what songs are missing? So Drive My Car is missing. I think Nowhere Man's missing. Oh, dude, that's a good song. And then, I can't remember the other two off the top of my head right now. Those those four, there's four songs missing. And then they added uh, I've Just Seen a Face, which was on Help. And then they added, I forgot the other one that they added. So they added two, but then took away four. So in the end, you're missing two tracks, and you're not getting an actual record. And I totally forgot about that. And I should have known when I was when I was when I fucking bought it. I should have looked that I got the U.S. version and not the U.K. version. So it was my own fault. I should have remembered and double checked. So yeah, I was pretty pissed. Like it, like I put the record on expecting drive my car, and it's not. It was I've just seen a face. Oh, that sucks. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I, I like that song, but it started playing. I'm like fuck, did this guy sell me the wrong record? So I looked, I actually turned it off and I looked at the record and it was the right one. I'm like, what the fuck? And then it dawned on me that I got the US version. I was so mad. I was so fucking mad. They chalk it up to experience, man. Oh my God, dude. I just hate, I just hate that they, the US version is different. Like that, that they, they did that back in the 60s. Like they did that shit so much with the Beatles. They fucked with the Beatles catalog so much. Or the U.S. versions did. Hate it. That's probably why he sent you a freebie, too, because you were probably the only person that was willing to buy that <laughs> version of it. <laughs> probably, yeah, and it's pretty beat up, too. Pretty beat up. doesn't skip, but... Was it a lot? It just, it, There's a lot of, like, background noise. Not a I mean, lot, but a lot, there's background noise. Was it a lot of money? No, it was, like, $4. Oh, no, fuck I'm, out of here, $4. I'm, I'm, not out, I'm not, like, out a lot, but... I'll, Still. I'll, or the other one, I'll buy that one off you for $4. <laughs> but it was more just like the disappointment that it's not the one I wanted or the one I was I expecting, know. you know? It sucked. So now that I got to buy it again. So now I got. Especially because so, you had to wait for it and USPS takes fucking oh forever. Oh, God, dude. I fucking hate the post, post, <laughs> postal service. But um, fuck with USPS. They're awful. Um, but yeah, so now I have to buy two more versions of this stupid fucking record. But whatever. Wait, two more. I gotta buy the mono and I gotta buy the stereo version. Oh. I gotta figure out what the difference is. So I gotta buy both now. Of the UK version. Gotta remember that next time. <laughs> so uh last week or like two um, like fucking a week and a half ago, I uh I got crazy and I I splurged a little and I bought some Omar Rodriguez Lopez records. Some of his oh, solo yeah. records. Splurged a little. I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to pay a bunch of money for the Mars Volta, so I I went with a few of his solo records, and uh, one of them that I got to, or two, two of them, two of two of the three I got already, and uh, one of them was the one he did with uh, Damo Suzuki from Can, the old singer from Can. 
who we talked about a couple weeks ago on the pod, and it's their live performance um, of please uh, of their song called Please Heat This Eventually. It was a 25-minute song that Damo came on stage with uh, Omar and like Adrian and Marcel, and I think Juan played the bass on it too. But um, bottom. But yeah, that was, in, that was in Cologne, Germany on November 14th, 2005. And then they released it as a as a single or like a 12-inch. So there's 25 minutes and they just split it down the middle and put filled up both sides. So <laughs> it was great. I mean, it's fantastic. You, you heard it. You love it too. And you're, I, so, you're I, no I more hating. And it was funny because I, I had always thought that, that John Frusciante was, was on there as well. And so to mm-hmm. learn that he was not and it was all Omar even yep. upset me more because that means all the stuff that I thought I loved about it because it was John <laughs> Frusciante was actually Omar. Oh, it's fantastic. I love Color it. Color me red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. Proper usage. It's all proper usage. Okay, anyway, inside jokes are the best, huh? <sighs> okay, and then the last thing I got here, this leads into my song of the week. I got Omar's, uh, his self-titled solo record. It's the second record, and uh, it was the first one recorded for what what's called the Amsterdam series, a series of, like, I think six albums, uh, one of them being a Mars Volta record, Amputecture. And uh, it was written and recorded there in June 2005 when he was living in Amsterdam. And, uh, yeah, so it's, I think it's like a 40 minute album and it's just like this, this like gnarly jazz kind of avant, avant-garde style and sound. And the song I went with, I honestly can't even pronounce it. How do, how do you think you would pronounce this one, Jeff? I don't know, but when I was reading the YouTube comments, people were saying that it's an actual like turn of phrase in I don't know whatever country it's from, but well, I'm not going to try to pronounce it. The Netherlands. It. Yeah, I don't know. It's so Dutch. Where the fuck it was from. It's Dutch. What does it say Dutch on there? And then the song title. Wait, what? How am I supposed to know that it's from the Netherlands? Uh, that, that, that is Dutch. Well, I mean, from what I just said, that he he record he wrote and recorded this album while he was living in Amsterdam. But like, how am I supposed to know that when you post one link? I don't. I, well, I mean, well, I just I, I asked you the question after. I, I talked about it, so I thought you would have picked up on it, but I guess not. That's fine. But uh, the the rest it's, of the it's songs, spook, it's spook, 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 ridgen, ope, hit, fit spot. <laughs> that was that was good. That, that, was, was, that was not as bad as you thought it was going to be, huh? No, it wasn't. I would have like been way worse. But that was as bad as my English. <laughs> <laughs> my Queen's English. <laughs> Trumpets, dude. That oh word that, that would sound oh like the Queen's English, right? God, I was trying to tell that same Jamaica joke to to my neighbor when we were, <laughs> we were talking about Led Zeppelin. It came. He said it was Australian too. It came out the same fucking way. <laughs> I had to have been practicing in Australian, thinking, "Oh, this is really good. You should say this. Yeah, this is solid. You do a good accent. <laughs> fucking idiot. Oh, that was so good." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was that was so good. Oh, fuck. Every uh, every song on this this stupid album was a, like a song title about where he lived. And like one of them was like a street name. And apparently this song title was was like a term 
it's like it's like a word that that's used in the Dutch language. If you're riding in the opposite direction of a bike lane, that's what it is. It's something weird like that. That's all. I just looked it up again. That's it's it's spook s p o o k r i j d e r spook ridger. That that is wrong way driving. That is the act of driving oh, okay, on the wrong okay. side of the, of the freeway of the highway, and the rest of of what that song title is 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 like basically in the bike lane, right? So driving in the opposite lane in the bike lane. Yeah. So so fights pod is is the bike lane. That's what that means essentially. So that's cool. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, we, it's not cool that you do that. It's just <laughs> cool that you named it like that. And now it gives a little bit of context and a little bit of story to a, 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 an instrumental track that may not have a story before that. Yeah. Know. And then after, like, while I was listening, to, or right when I started playing it, I read the comment, the same comment you're talking about. And then it instantly put me in that mindset. And I can I was imagining in my mind riding down a pack, bike path. Like, right, it was avoiding scary, people. Huh? Yeah, it was scary. Like, this song, like, adds that anxiety adds that anxiety to it it's really weird like it instantly took me there very very strange so um here's the song from uh, from from my boy omar here we go How do you feel about that fade? <laughs> it's all right. Fade was okay. I've heard better. All right, that's Omar Rodriguez Lopez and his song Sp- 
Spook Spookrigen wait Spookrigen Opet Fitzpad. There you that go. was close. That was close. That was close. What do you think about this one, though? I'm I'm curious. How much did you hate it? So I mean, okay, like all jokes aside, uh, yeah, for being for reals here, for realies, I don't hate Omar. <laughs> I don't hate like anything he does. I I do think he's overly prolific, and I think that diminishes some of his greatness. But mm-hmm. I don't I don't hate him. And I mean, for the longest time, there, there. I mean, not the longest time, but there was a a good amount of years that I was also obsessed with the Mars Volta, and Omar kind of in general. But it never it never progressed to the point that where you're at. But I don't <laughs> I don't hate Omar, and this was cool. Like this was this was solid. This was fun. I enjoyed this, and it did remind me a lot of of that. Please heat this eventually. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, it was good. I have nothing negative to say about it. I don't have a lot of overly positive things to say, but I don't have anything negative to say. Oh, my God. It should be uh, all overly positive. This is not like the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life, but, I mean, this this, this sounds like Omar doing Omar. This is the best jazz record I've ever heard in my whole life. Okay, you know what? Now you're just (laughs) trying to make me mad. Now you're just trying to do things. I don't know what what that even was. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Oh God! Just wait till I get the Omar, the last Omar record this week. It's even better than this. Wait, you have another one coming? Yeah, I got three Omar records. That and the one I'm getting on, I'm getting on Wednesday, and that's the one I paid the most money for. That was the one that I like really splurged on. Are you happy knowing that you got three Omar records for the same price as possibly a Mars Volta record? Or in hindsight, would you rather just splurge, no. splurge, splurge, and get a Mars Volta record? No, I'm I'm happy with these three purchases because these are like my three. These are like all three. All three of these are my top five Omar releases. Maybe top five. No, not top five, but they're up there. They're they're up there for sure. <laughs> my my top two hundred Omar records. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> oh, he's such an idiot. <laughs> Why? Because he's that good? <laughs> no, because he does the same shit over and over and over and tweaks little minor differences and puts it out as a full length. And after 200 things, like, okay, yeah, there's bound to be a couple that are good. <sighs> That's what every Jeez. band does. Every band does that. Come on. We all know that. Weezer doesn't do that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Weezer put out like three kinds of songs and that's it. <laughs> they put out like the really great stuff and then they put out the stuff that they think is really great, but it's just, it's, oh, it's good. And then they put out just shit and that's it. So Weezer puts out three kinds of songs, good songs, okay songs, and bad songs, <laughs> what you're saying. That's pretty good. That's, that, was pretty, that was pretty deep, man. <laughs> wow. You should, you should, get, you should get a job writing for Rolling Stone. Oh, man, that was great. I don't know how much more specific I could have got to really get my point across, but that was uh, egg on my face, right? What was that What was that movie where it was, where it was dicks, pussies, and assholes? What? There are three kinds of put people in the world. I think it was Team America. Was nah. it Team America? I don't know. I don't remember. Nah. nah. Not funny anymore. Nah, yeah. Joke's over. We've had too much fun. So yeah, that was my pick. I don't know. Do you got anything else to say? 
No, no, no I don't. You're all good. It's a cool. Uh, it's a cool album cover. Is that a picture disc? Is that classified as a picture disc? Yes, it is a picture disc. It is. It is. It is. And I thought it sounded pretty good, to be honest. I have no complaints. I know people bitch about picture discs, and I'm sure sometimes, yeah, they don't sound good. But I like mine. Didn't come with a jacket though. It just came with like in a clear case. Which sucks, I mean, whatever. So I actually bought a picture disc today. I didn't want to bring it up, but now we're talking about them. I bought Thriller picture disc today. Oh my God, why? It was like ten bucks. Like I, you can't come on. You can't pass. You can't. You tell me you, you like you're out. You see Thriller for ten bucks. You're not gonna buy it. No, I would not buy it. You're crazy. Of I have like no interest in that record. I don't really like that record. But you like a couple songs and a couple, and then you want to just add if that it was to like, your collection. If it was two dollars, then yeah. Tyler, you don't understand when you you are getting a tub of like ninety six records. Once you get that, you have you, this this hobby is not. It's no longer something you're doing because you want to listen to these things. It's now a. It's like collecting <laughs> Pokemon cards. Like you you just, you just start buying shit. <laughs> That's true because it's because it's like cheap and 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 the Michael Jackson picture disc is usually going for minimum 15 and usually upwards of like a 30 in storage in good condition. So I saw it for 10, picked it up, whatever. And uh, it, it sounds fine. It sounds great. Like it, it I have no complaints about it. But I think cuz it was pressed in like oh say it was it was pressed post like 2005. I think any mm. any kind of picture disc that was pressed maybe like pre 2000 may have some sound quality issues because I don't know if they make the black vinyls and then press a picture on top of it or if it's just a plain clear vinyl because black is also a colored vinyl technically mm-hmm. and then I don't know if they just do like a clear vinyl and then the picture is is the first pressing so to speak kind of thing because yeah. if you're just pressing a picture on top of an already made vinyl then then like there's gotta be a sound dip. There's, there's gotta be a dip in quality. You'd think so. Logically, but I think with Omar, there's no fucking way Omar would ever allow something to be put out that sounds subpar. I don't think so either because they've always been very, very proud of their what they they put out there. Like not just vinyl wise, but also the art that they put out, like the posters, everything, all the a lot of the arts created by by Cedric, like the tour art. And then, you know, the cover art was, you know, by, uh, what's his name? Oh, my God, what's his fucking name? For Pink Floyd guy. Storm Thorgerson? Or is that the r- r- wrong guy? I don't know. Anyway. You're the Pink Floydsman. Um, I'm totally fucking having a brain for it. But anyway, but yeah, no, they've always, like, taken pride in that stuff. And especially the vinyl. The vinyl, they've, they don't fuck around with that. They never have. That's probably why it goes for so much. And they've only pressed so many copies of their fucking stupid records and it makes me so mad <laughs> makes me so fucking mad whatever though whatever what, what am i gonna do yeah whatever sit here and complain about it yes yeah, so that was your that was your haul that's that's a solid haul solid haul man solid haul got some goodies coming up in the next couple weeks too just saying just saying well, i got <sighs> one coming tomorrow what i got one coming tomorrow my most expensive vinyls purchase is tomorrow. It's coming tomorrow. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> I'll say that one for next week. But I'm <laughs> stoked. I feel like I'm the Christmas day, and all, all I asked for was one thing from Santa, and I'm hoping Santa had Santa hooked it up. <laughs> I'm be going to bed. I'm I, I'm not even gonna sleep tonight. I'm not even gonna sleep tonight. Uh, I'll be up all night. All night listening to vinyls. Listening to Yes live album triple disc. <laughs> That'll be my 200th record. I listen to. 
That's crazy. That's crazy, man. Okay, let's uh, let's move on to uh, to some new music. Let, let, let's get let's get this. Okay, so uh, new album. <laughs> you put this on here, but it, Chelsea Peretti, uh, she put out a, an album called what is it? Phosphorescent Panic. And is this like the the last one she put out? So the last one she put out was uh, it was called Flotsam and and Foam. Mm-hmm. And and that was like an EP. And this oh, one is a full was. on. This is like a full on album. And um, I didn't listen to any of it because. I just kind of saw it like today or like late last night. I just totally forgot about it. But we're both pretty big Chelsea fans. Yeah, and I think she's hilarious. And then she also has a podcast that she's been doing since like 2012 off and on. Yeah. Like severely off and on. And she's just a really funny person. She's Everything she does sarcastic. does is is very funny. And so I also went on her website to see if she had vinyl for any of the stuff that she has, but she doesn't. So that was that was disappointing because I probably would have just bought it and fucking had a good time with it. But yeah, I I, I did not listen to this. I oh. will listen to this for sure by next week. Because again, Chelsea Peretti is, is she's great. Right right now, the funniest woman probably on the planet. Yeah, I might have to agree with you. She's pretty fucking funny. She's great. Yeah, she really is. No complaints with her. Hillary Clinton's pretty funny too. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, man. You can uh, you can try to stir up some trouble if you want. I guess that's what you do best. Mm. Anyway, mm. so let, let's move on. Uh. Some new songs. Uh, do you want to play any of these songs? Because there's two of them I want to play. Let's see. One. I mean, if if I if you if you twist my arm here, there are two I would like to play as well. Why don't we play both of them? Or all four of them. Which so I would like to play Weezer and Nickelback. Okay, so I want to play one of those, not the other. But Which one? We'll get we'll get into it. So okay, what we right. have here, uh, Jello Biafra and the Guantanamo ha. School of Ma- at Jello Biafra and the Guantanamo School of Medicine. Uh, they put out a new song called "The Last Big Gulp," and uh, I th- I liked it. I thought it was cool. It's it's what you want from uh, from modern Jello. This so. As coming from someone who is not a big Dead Kennedy head, mm-hmm. this sounds like the Dead Kennedys that I like. This is very surf rock. This is very East Bay Ray guitarist with the Dead Kennedys. Like that's what this sounded like. This sounded. This was a good song. It was fine. It was fantastic. But there was no but. Oh, I don't know. It sounded like you were leading up to a but because normally. <laughs> no, that was. It was good. It was solid. Okay, well, I, this is one of the ones I wanted to play. So, what if he's just gonna make the same sound? Like, why not just, why what? not just keep doing Dead Kennedys? Because he doesn't like those guys, and especially fucking, after what they did. They're all whiners. They're whiners, not Jello. They're all whiners. Jello, Jello doesn't whine. He's not a whiner. It's funny because because Jello is kind of like the 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 John Fogerty, right? On the surface, you kind of say like, "Oh, Jello's an asshole," but the more you dig into it, you realize. That no, everyone else is kind of an asshole, mm-hmm. and he's the one that was wronged. Yep, absolutely. It's crazy. But still, this is this is a Dead Kennedy song from 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 the I don't know from the good albums, I guess that that we <laughs> talked about and liked and loved and enjoyed. Well, here, here's the, here's the the song, the last big gulp. It's good. Yeah. 
There you go. A little bit of Jello Biafra, Jello Biafra, and the Guantanamo School of Medicine. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good job, Jello. You do good. You do good stuffs. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing about? If you you're like, if you're ever in this situation and and you're talking to somebody mm-hmm. and you're having a conversation and the person is talking. Much much similar to to where interviewers will just keep the mic on them, and if you just stop talking, the people will continue talking because they don't want to hear the silence. They don't want that that deafening silence there, so they'll just keep going and going and going. Mm-hmm. Like you ever seen those interviews where where they stick the mic in their face and the interview will ask them one question and they'll answer the question, but they'll keep the mic there, and then the interviewee will just continuously talk and feel awkward about it. Yes, that was kind of what that was like. Yeah, I know you do that a lot. I know. Yeah. I know, but I, I I try to fill in the gaps because uh, I gotta edit this shit. Gotta edit yeah. out the silence, man. Gotta try to be professional. You gotta embrace the silence. Eh. Yeah. Silence is not silence is not your enemy. Yeah, debatable, debatable. We need to embrace the silence. No. Uh, let's see here at Lincoln Park. They put out a uh, an an old song, an old B side from their very first album, Hybrid Theory. Uh, the song is called She Couldn't, and I can see why it wasn't on that record. I didn't think it was that good. Oh! Did you like it? I didn't, I just thought it was whatever. No. Right? No, it was, it was, it was, no, it wasn't even good. Yeah, it was okay at best. <laughs> it was. And if you was, read, if you read, did you read any of the comments? No. People, anybody who, who said that they didn't like it, people were just like fucking screaming at him, saying, oh, how, how can you not like this? It's like disrespectful to Chester. It's like, dude, it doesn't mean it's good. And it's like, it was sounding nothing like the the theme of hybrid theory. No, not at all. Which which is heavy with soft parts. This was all soft with an undertone of heavy. Yeah, pretty much. At best. At best, yeah. You're right. I just, I didn't think not it was Not a good song. Great. No, not good. But I guess, you know, if you're, if you're a parkhead, then get into it. <laughs> uh, let's see here We got Weezer Let's see here Let's see here Weezer They put out a new song called Beginning of the End This is on the new Bill and Ted soundtrack And they made a video for it And then they really badly put Keanu Reeves and the other guy in it And it was stupid The video was <laughs> The stupid. other guy I don't even know his name What's his fucking name? Nobody knows his name <laughs> <laughs> It's sad <laughs> But here's the, here's the Weezer song Beginning of the End Time to go on Last check in the mirror to see if anything's wrong The writing's up on the wall A warning shot to them all My head is spinning It's the beginning of the end The people freak out when I walk out
There you go. Some new Weezer, beginning of the end from that new soundtrack. But I don't know if it's going to be on the new record, but regardless, good song. Right? You love Did you it? like it? Yeah, I thought it was great. It's everything I want from Weezer. The heavy riffs with like the really pop melodies. It's what they do best. It's It's weird because this was so reminiscent of blue Pinkerton era B-side Weezer. Like that's okay. what this song sounded like. I don't know. I, I was I was thinking more of like from the Everything Will Be Alright in the End album. Oh. That's kind of what, what it reminded me of. Which I don't know why you hate that record so much. It's fucking because stupid. it's. Mm, oh. oh my gosh, you're fucking insane. That's no, but this this was record. this was a this was a <laughs> what? It is their second best record. You're yeah, an idiot. just just Pinkerton, stop. and then Everything Will Be Alright, and then Blue. Sit down. And then Red. Are you sitting? Yeah, I am sitting. Good, because you you should be sitting. Because that was just that was silly. Yeah, that was uh, th- this was this was solid Weezer. This was good, very good. <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot too. <laughs> next, oh next God. The, the next thing we have here, Pennywise, and then Jim Lindbergh. Why does that name sound so familiar? Who the fuck is that? Because he's a singer for Pennywise. Then why is he listed separately? That's what I was so confused for. I I didn't understand it. Why the fuck is Pennywise featuring Jim Lindbergh? Yeah, that what. That's how it's listed on on Spotify. Did he just quit like today or something? I as far know. as I know, he's not. He's he's only not on like one album. Yeah, yeah, that one that's, album. That's your poss- That's your like favorite fucking Pennywise album too. No, no, I, that album's not very good. But the my one of my favorite Pennywise songs is on that album. Oh, you're so dumb. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't understand why I said Pennywise fe- or it didn't say featuring. It's just Pennywise comma and then Jim Lindbergh. Okay, is he? Maybe he's like popular now, more popular than than Pennywise. So they're trying to capitalize on his like solo stuff too. No. Like maybe that doesn't make any sense. Oh yeah, it makes clear sense to put like fucking Weezer with Rivers. Fucking I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, they <laughs> Pennywise did a cover of Boss DJ, and uh, I didn't really care for it. I was waiting for Pennywise to come in. Yeah, it was. It was just like, right. Yeah, I, I wanted more of a punk cover, but it wasn't there. Dude, they did a cover of Stand By Me from one of their first albums. And it started off just like super slow and, and, and like the original. But then Pennywise came in. And they eventually like, won't you stand? Won't you stand? Fucking stand by me. And it was cool. Like his Pennywise came in and they punked it up. This one was stupid. Yeah. This was a bad cover. This Irritating. Kind of boring. Jack Johnson did a better cover than this. Whoa. That is True a bold statement. Me. No, I hate Jack Johnson for some. Reason. I don't like, hate why? Jack Johnson. I you just don't Jack know why Johnson. people like him so much. I don't get it because he's a, he's a he has a fantastic voice. His guitar playing is very minimalist, and so it it perfectly goes with his voice. And he's just he's one of those those guys that can sing, and it's like he's singing to you. Like when when Cobain when I talked about like Kurt Cobain singing, yeah. like he was singing to me personally. Jack Johnson, another guy, like he's singing to me, like. If I met Jack Johnson, I feel like he would treat me as if we've been friends for the entirety of my life. <laughs> that's that's how that's the feeling I get from just his voice. That's crazy. I I, I, but I, you I, hate I don't get why. it. I don't I don't get it. Just don't. Because you're a cuck. Okay, the next thing we have here is uh, actually your new favorite band, Nickelback. Yes, Nickelback, yep. man. They yep. They put out a uh, a cover of "The Devil Went Down to Georgia." And this comes just like two weeks after corn. Clap back to corn, yeah. Yeah, and that made me mad. Made me I'm real mad. mad. I'm mad. I'm so mad. 
but it was good. I enjoyed it. <laughs> like, the corn was, was better though. <laughs> I but hold, hold on. Let's 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 take it step by step because I agree. Not because people are like trying to like do corn's thing, but but because they did it so close to corn, I was just like, dude, you guys, come on, man. Like yeah. we've been down this road before. <laughs> like we've talked about this. You can't be doing this. And I listened to it. And I don't know if because my ex- expectations were well, zero, but this was not bad at all. No. This was not bad at all. And I was pleasantly surprised. And this guy they had on there too, featuring whatever that guitarist was, that dude's played with, with I mean, I hate to say this name, but Ingvi Malstein, he's played with him and done things with him. So you know he's a good guitarist. And it shows in Nickelback in this song. But at first, I thought it was just the guys in Nickelback playing this, like the solos and shit. That's what I thought too. And so, and so I would have been even more impressed, but it's an it's a outside guitarist coming in. But still, the song was not bad. No, not at all. Definitely maybe not bad. Like, maybe even good. I, I, I honestly think it's good, but I mean, I think the corn version's better, and I have several reasons for that, for thinking that. But I I would say the corn version is better because again it, it's still it's still true to the original but adds their own flair and that's what you want in a cover. Nickelback is true to the original, but they don't add their own flair, no. which is probably good because adding their own flair would just make the song fucking well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and not only that, corn <laughs> corn played all the guitar solos, which they'd never do in songs. So. That was an added plus. And then, not only that, what was cool is that they brought somebody in who doesn't normally do rock music, Yellow Wolf, and then he, they, him and Jonathan Davis were doing the back and forth vocals, which was really, really cool, and it worked out really well. So the corn version's better. It's the way she goes, But man. this wasn't bad, though. No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, this, this Nickelback version wasn't bad. It's just, it's hard not to compare it, considering it's only been like two weeks. Like, like if we're talking about Nickelback's entire discography, this is the best thing they've ever done. Oh, 100% this is the best thing they've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's play a little bit of it. So here's their uh, rendition of The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Listening to this again, I kind of like I have it. Some l- too. I, I kind of like it less now after this I listen do too. because I didn't realize that he switched out like all the fiddle parts with guitar, and I hated it. 
fucking hated it. I I also dislike it less because they cannot keep up with him. Like he's doing these these super quick, flawless arpeggios, mm-hmm. and he's just one two on the drums and just say okay, wow, that's like, you can't even throw in like a double in there. It's, there's nothing you can't do anything better. You can't fancy it up a little bit. You can't church like, it up that a was, little bit. You can't church it up a little bit. That was so <laughs> pathetic. Yeah, I actually kind of just like this song now. I still think it's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty good. But it's not, nothing in their the catalog. Corner. But I, I, I will probably never listen to this again. Yeah, you, you'd go and listen to the corn version for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There you go. Okay, let's move on. We're we're not gonna play any more of these songs, but we'll just talk about them real quick. Uh, Peaches. She put out a new song called "Flip This." It's Peaches, man. It's what what she sounds like. What you'd expect. It's good. I enjoyed it. I don't know who the fuck Peaches was. And then I was like, what is this song? I said, this song's pretty cool. I dig it. And I, I top five her like Spotify's and like, I knew every single one of those songs. Yeah. I know. So for whatever that's worth, I don't know. But they're all good. She puts out solid music. Yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah, exactly. I dig it. Uh, Power Man 5000 put out a new song called Brave New World. It was better than the last one. I'll just say that. Not as bad. Not their best, but better than the last song. Think you'd agree with okay. me on that, but I guess not. I mean, better than the last song is I don't know. <laughs> it's like ha- taking half a step forward because this song was dumb. Uh, for being such a PM five K lover, you you hate Dude, a lot of the music. I like tonight the stars revolt and and then the next one with the with the song bombshell on it and that is it. <laughs> you don't even know the name of the album. <laughs> I don't exactly. I only know bombshell. Geared uh, up, geared up, geared up. That was good. Uh, Tom Morello put out a new song called "You Belong to Me." I thought it was good. It's what I expected from his solo stuff. I thought it was it was solid stuff. I'm glad he didn't try to do an electric an electric song because I feel like his electric stuff sucks now. So he's um he he does really well when he because he's a terrible singer and he sounds awful, <laughs> but he does well when he when he plays to that strength. He mm-hmm. makes his bad singing a strength. Instead of like a weakness, he doesn't try and like hide it. He embraces how shitty he is, and and dumbs everything else down. But really amps up like the melodies and like that's why the Night Watchman and all of that stuff was really fucking cool because you know this guy can really kill it on the guitar, but he's a terrible singer <laughs> and his lyrics are usually pretty fucking stupid. Yeah, he writes the same song. He's like Bob Dylan. He writes the same song over and over and over. But I like this song. It was good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, and then the last thing we have here, uh, uh, I I went to go I I went to go follow the link and uh, the page was pretty much dead. Like there was no information on it. But according to you, a bunch of artists covered uh, "Rise Above" oh, from Black Flag. Fucking guy. So YouTube did. Well, I just I just saw it like right before we started the pod, so I didn't have a chance. Oh, I texted you earlier. That's fine though. It's not a big deal. Well, I didn't have a chance because I was busy. But that's okay too. So you didn't have two. Who, you didn't have two and a half was, minutes. Uh, no, I didn't. So who you was? You have two uh, and a half minutes. This fucking guy says. Who was? Who played on this? I guess it, this was like weeks old. But oh. <laughs> the reason why I put it on here is because it has your boy from Rise Against, uh, Tim Tim McIlrath. Oh Tim God. McIlrath. But he sings in that that hardcore raspy vocals that you like, and that's why I oh, thought that, that you would song? like this. And then it's got Darren Pfeiffer on drums. Right, the, mm-hmm. the original goal or ex Goldfinger drummer, and then it's got Mike Herrera on on bass, and 
just a slew of other people on backing vocals on guitar. There was just there was like six, seven, eight people playing this song, <laughs> but uh, but I put it in there because I thought you would like Tim's vocals because they were cool. And I think I think you would liked them. I mean, I, I could find like it real quick and play it because I haven't heard it. I mean, you know what you want to do, babe boy. Oh, it's your birthday. Gosh, it, it's always my birthday. Um, Tim. Happy Tim birthday, Mister President. McIlrath? It's McIlrath. McIlrath. Oh, okay. Here we go. Found it right here. So here's um, the oh no. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Is this an ad? Yeah, this is like the intro. Oh, okay. That was pretty cool. Yeah. That was pretty good. Pretty good. I just wish he uh, he sang like that all the time. And I yeah. wish Resigates didn't suck so much. But I don't know. what do you? I, I mean, I've I've always said that Rise Against at their worst are worse than the Foo Fighters, but Rise Against at their best <laughs> are exponentially better than the Foo Fighters. Oh, that's crazy talk. That's crazy talk. Let me make a fucking shirt. <laughs> Rise Against is better than Foo Fighters. In that video, though, seeing Moby, like oh, really, Moby was in it too, really yeah. like threw me off. I did not not see that coming. But he's and like creepy it, too, just like staring, like no emotion <laughs> on his face whatsoever. Can you imagine how cool it would have been if he took over lead vocals just to see what it sounded like? That would have been cool. Been this really was after cool. he got smoked by Moby. <laughs> That was a really bad joke. <laughs> wow, that was stupid. That was really oh, stupid. Oh, Moby. Oh, shit. That was really dumb. <laughs> We're all thinking it, though. I think you're all the only one thinking that. That's I don't think I can ever hear Moby, the word Moby or the name Moby, not think Eminem getting... And then saying just, it out loud. I can't. Like I, I have to. I, I have no self-control in that, in that regard. <laughs> I know. As God, yeah. Okay, AFI. No, we're, we're done with new music. So now AFI, uh, Jade, the guitar player, did some podcast, and he said that the AFI record, new AFI record's completely done, mixed, mastered, 
and it was supposed to be released next month in September, but now it's been put on hold and nobody knows when it's going to be released. And that really sucks. Cause that, that, I mean, that sucks. Like why? Just cause you can't tour on it. Just make another album. Don't be dumb. I don't <laughs> like that. I don't like that shit. I mean, does it suck? I guess. Yeah. Cause I want to hear it. Was that was that burials and and the other one too the the bloody album was were those were those good the blood album was okay uh, yeah the blood album was okay and then but then they they did they came out that EP like two years ago and that EP was really solid that was a good one so I'm assuming they're kind of going in that direction but okay I don't know right. I don't know I just don't know and it sucks that now they're fucking postponing the the album it's lame. Come on, man. One of my favorite bands. All right. Step it up. They, they got to step it up. Okay. What do we got next? Uh, this we one. You can just skip this. This this was just for you to watch. I just. But you didn't watch it, so you can just skip the, it. The Takashi? Yeah. Wait, I did. Oh, I just don't like this guy at all. And I just. <laughs> I, oh, my God. Dude, he's such a. He's awful. Yeah. No, he's, he's a nozzle. He is. He really is. But anyway, he was in okay. So let's, I guess we'll talk about. We're already talking about it. He was in L.A. and there's there's a Nipsey Hustle monument or what do you call those things? Mural, M- mural, memorial. not a monument, a mural, memorial. Yeah. But there was like a painting on the like, side of a, a wall, and it was a Nipsey Hustle. And and dude, just like how how far down he sags his pants and how tight his shirts are and like everything about this dude is just not Nipsey Hustle but Takashi. He's so obnoxious, but the game, who's a huge L.A. native fan guy, called him out and told him basically, like, get out of here. Like, L.A. doesn't want you. You're, you're a joke. You're a rat. We don't want you here. Fuck off. So that's, I think that's cool. Is, is, but even like Nipsey Hussle, I guess in some of his songs, for more or less, I, I don't listen to any of his Music. Records? Music? Music. music. There Let's you go. Music, I'm yeah. struggling here. I'm Man, struggling. It's, t- it's tough. It's tough sometimes. But uh, but apparently a, a concept is is if you like you live by the sword, you die by the sword type of thing. And if you choose this life, then you need to embrace this life and you die by this life. Whereas, and again, like we've talked about this multiple times, but it's like nobody likes a rat. Yeah. yeah. Like just nobody likes a fucking rat. And if you're going to choose this life, then... Like you also accept the consequences that stem from choosing this life, and and Takashi seemed to to bypass that last part. But then you got guys like like um, I think it's Akon that's that's collaborating with him and and saying, oh, most people in jail collaborate with the feds and <laughs> rat their friends out and shit, and it's just like the game's having none of it. And and I don't listen to the game's music, but I like him because he's now my new favorite LA rapper. <laughs> Dig them, love it, love it. I just, and I hate LA, but I just, I, I don't like, I don't like, uh, I don't like phonies, you know. I, I feel like Takashi's just a fucking phony, and I cannot stand this kid. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like him either. I think his music fucking is horrible too. Yeah, I didn't even got his music. His music is garbage, it's and I so like a bad. lot of this kind of like shittier music, as, as the older folk would say. But even his stuff, I think, is just terrible. Yeah, it's pretty awful. Pretty awful. I think stuff. he's an ungrateful little fuck too. And then watching these videos where he's like throwing stacks of hundred dollar bills in the air and he's watching all of his followers just 
stampede over each other to pick up hundred dollar bills off of the floor. It's just it's just disgusting human behavior yeah. all around. I think it's just absolutely gross. I agree with you. I agree with Fucking, you. Like, like, dude, you, you throw, he's throwing thousands into the air just so people can like clamor around for it where those thousands could have been used to, to better the community, to better the world, to better this country, to do, do something with that money than just to be a douche about it. What an ungrateful little fuck. <laughs> Cannot stand this kid. I know. I, and it's, it's so interesting. Like you've latched onto this guy just to hate him. It's weird. He's he just oh, he's just so gross. He's he's just like everything you you hope your children never grow up to be. <laughs> a waste of life. Uh, all right, this last thing here, I actually didn't see it. So what what what's this last thing here that we got? Oh my god, I texted Tyler like yesterday. Oh my god, I didn't have time. No time. That's fine. I know he was super busy. He could have fucking four minutes to read an article. That's fine though. <laughs> so. So, like, for all you all you skaters out there, or all you Tony Hawk pro skaters out there, there's a there's a move called the mute grab. Do you remember that one? Do you remember the name? Anything like that? I, I remember the name, but I don't remember what the trick was. So, if, you, if you're just standing normally, you, you reach down and grab the board with your left or right hand, toes pointing forward, so you're grabbing the side of the board. So you're basically like reaching down, in between your feet and grabbing the board, right? Okay. That's it. But it was. But the mute grab was named after a deaf skater, and people caught this. It just kicked in. It, it caught on. They called it the mute grab because the guy never talked because he mm. was he was deaf, and it wasn't that he couldn't talk, but his his main form of communication was was sign language and, and other things, not just talking. Mm. And so it just it just caught on. And for like we're like decades, this 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 was called the mute grab, and it's in video games and it's it's everywhere. But the guy died recently and mm. um and kind of like one of his last things that he wanted to do was people to i don't know to, to help raise awareness i guess for for this type of thing and what people go through he wants it to be changed and they don't want to call it the meat grab anymore and so like tony hawk himself was the guy that came out and said and then and, and described all of this and said from now on we're going to call the mute grab the weddle grab w-e-d-d-l-e because that was that was the name of the guy yeah that's and so cool. it's it's just one of those things where, especially with like politically correctness, if if anybody says this kind of stuff, like nobody's gonna fucking listen. But when Tony Hawk comes out and asks and tells everybody that guys from now on, this is no longer called the mute grab, this is called the Weddle grab. You listen, yeah. You listen. I'd say so. Is there any other skateboarder out there? Is there any? Is there anybody? Fuck that. Is there, is there anybody out there? that could have said this is no longer called this, it is now called this, that you would listen to in the skate realm more than Tony Hawk. No. There's nobody. He, he is the most well-respected skater, yeah, for sure. Because he's, he's, he's always nice, and he has an Instagram, and he's always posting funny videos of people mistaking him for Tony Hawk, and he thinks it's hilarious because <laughs> people always say, oh, you have, like, your name's Tony Hawk? Like, did you know there's a skater named Tony Hawk? And he says, like, oh, no way. Fucking dope. <laughs> <laughs> So he's he's just such a cool dude. <laughs> that is really cool. That is awesome. So from now on, no more mute grab, boys and girls. It's called the Weddle Grab now. The Weddle Grab. Everyone remember that hashtag? No, don't hashtag. Hashtags are stupid. But but the big thing is going to be whether or not it's going to be in the if they're going to change it in the new Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game. Doesn't it seem like it's kind of you know too late? I don't know much I don't know. about. 
about making video games or adjusting them, but I don't know, deleting the word mute and adding the word Weddle, I feel is probably like two days work. It's two days too many. Maybe. But I, I mean, I, I really have no idea. But the potential backlash from the different communities that possibly are backing this could be more than just paying some guy two days to go through whatever it is and just rewrite mute to Weddle. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. So we'll see what happens. We'll keep you posted, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, children we of all will. ages. We will, we will, we will. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's about it for the podcast. Do you, got, do you have anything else to say? No, that's it. That's it? That's, uh, that's all I got. That's all. Right. All right. Well, uh, main episode, we're getting into the Bomb Pops album, uh, Death in Venice Beach. So get into that. Go to iTunes. Go rate, review, and subscribe to us there. Uh, give us five stars. Give us five-star rating. Review. Uh, go social media. Ask and I radio. And I, I got nothing. That's it. That's all. 